We ready for this shit? You ready, B? It's been a minute. It's been a while. You, you got your training wheels on or you, you took the bitches off? Just leave it alone. It's fine. All right, Mike, Mike, check. We back at it again. One more time. All right, it's the 420 Wrap Up Podcast. This is KG. Big juice. And that's about it. Uh, <laughs> it's just us two, the originals, the uh, last of the Mohicans, as they say. We're missing Joe, but you know that nigga be out and about. Yeah, he nigga be cooking all over the world like he fucking, uh, what's that nigga name? Cooking all over the world. <laughs> the fancy car. <laughs> this nigga. The women in the caviar. I don't even know what episode this is. Well, episode 132. This is the uh, the comeback episode. All right, we uh we back at it again, people. Um, vacation. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. We uh we had a lot of uh how can we say this changes happen and occur over the past few months with our um, lovely crew and staff. <laughs> if you want to even comment, uh, shit just changed. So we're gonna be uh, audio for the next few episodes, but we're gonna get back to the YouTube as soon as we can. Um, all the listeners out there, we appreciate y'all for uh, still listening in, still bearing with us. Um, I see y'all still listening to the last episode. We're over two hundred uh, two hundred listens with that, so that's pretty dope. That's so um, we always appreciate the love, man. We're gonna keep trying, keep trying to give y'all content. This nigga, we're gonna keep trying to give y'all content as much as we can. Um, y'all just gotta bear with us. So yeah. Um, we and got that, lives too, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm but we won't take a long break like that ever again, ever again. Um, we'll try this nigga. <laughs> uh, how you been, my nigga? What's what's been new? What's oh, been? How's man. life been? How's life been treating you? Oh shit! Life no women problems. Good. I hope not. You know. I mean, shit. If you got a woman, you always got some problems. <laughs> that's that's just... Love you, Sabi. Shouts out to you. <laughs> I love you, baby. Nah, nah, me, me and Sammy, we good. Uh, no issues, honestly. She never, she never gave me too much of a headache. I can say that. And mean it. Uh, every now and then, though. You know what I'm saying? This thing, you, you, you okay? You okay? Just keep. She had my mind be like, God damn, nah. But nah, I've been good, man. Honestly, shit, I don't think we recorded since uh, my birthday. Before your birthday? Yeah, before my birthday. So, nigga turned 31. You know, so that was a something new. Uh, aside from that, shit, man, I just been living, working, sitting here at work. You know, just uh, I go to work every day. I clock in and just have people hand me their problems for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, you clock out. <laughs> and I clock out. Yeah, know? I feel you. Oh, uh, so I can't complain, man. I'm I'm out here. You know. No, I feel it's the same for me right now. Um, just you know. We work together, so <laughs> it's the same shit for me. Um, no, nah, just gearing up for this wedding. Um, that sounded so fucking corny, gearing up. Uh, just getting ready for this wedding uh, that's approaching fastly. Uh, we're less than, what, 10 months away. So um, just getting everything ready for that. Um, getting ready to make the big move back to Baltimore. Um, and don't believe that this podcast will end because of that situation. That's... It's we'll we'll just take it to newer heights. We just need to figure this shit out. But uh, yeah, just get ready for all that. You know, same old shit, just life shit. You feel me? I'm over here stressed out because you know my running back is might be out for the year. <laughs> but we still got the win, four wins in a row, nigga. Jets win, nigga. Let's go. Tell you, man, you know 
I'm I'm going to start a, a jet support group. Because uh, it seemed like y'all need one. Uh, because the way this man be stressing the board, <laughs> I swear you would think he's like motherfucking assistant to the gym or some shit. Like, <laughs> like, if he, like as soon as he clock in Monday, he about to get just a whole ear full of bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's like, bruh, y'all really need it. And I know, I know it's been hurtful. Like, y'all got years of therapy that y'all need to go through. You know, hey, yo, relax. We had a winning year in 2015. <laughs> we had some good years in the early 10s. You no, know, uh, sure. 09, 2010. Yeah, I mean, don't, yeah, I'm saying. It's been a lot of TVs, bro. <laughs> no, sure. not, not on my head. I don't get that hype. I'm sure it's been a lot of video games, bro, because y'all pretty bad on Madden as well. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, all the way around the board, y'all just got. <laughs> Yo, a lot of him. Yo, you talking him. a lot of shit for a four game winning streak, my nigga. You talking a, a well, lot. I'm saying, hey, I, I was giving you props. Was you said five and two, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all five and two, but you saw over here stressing because of Brees. What's Brees Hall. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot of fantasy owners are too, nigga. He was on a lot, a lot of fantasy teams this year. Well, see, that's a little different because they they actually might be making money with that. Yeah, exactly. So, so that I got him on my team too, nigga. It's 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 a lot. All right, well, that's different now. I'm just thinking you just you know doing what you're doing because you're a fan, but now you're talking about making some money off of them. All right, well, that's different. But okay, you got second string, nigga. Oh, first off, any nigga in the NFL is good. Mm-hmm. No, I for sure, for sure. Made it there, so. for sure. You we know, still got we still got Mike Mike Carter. I don't want to make this a whole Jets segment. You know what I mean? <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> if you ever watch any given, any given Sunday, nigga, they'll find the fourth if they need to. Willie Beeman, nigga, steaming. You know what I'm saying? Like Willie Beeman. Don't count what? out Willie Beeman. What? <laughs> I was just watching that shit the other day. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. That's one of the best sports movies of all time, in my opinion. Man, one of the best sports movies and football for sure. One of the top football movies. One uh, of the most funniest too. Name your top funniest. football movies. Go ahead. Number one. Give me three. Give me top three. Top three. Uh, top football movie. In uh, no order. In no order. No yeah. order. No order. Fuck it. Honestly, this is gonna be ordered. Well, it's gonna be in order for me. All right. Because my number one football movie. If y'all know about it, then you know. The replacements. This nigga, really? That's one of my favorite football. <laughs> What's that nigga name? Keanu uh, Reeves. No, what was his name? Flacco. Uh, Flacco. Flacco. What was? Uh, uh, Flacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Faison was in that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Fucking Faison. He was like a D tackle offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. Yeah. yeah. Him and then he's supposed to have like a brother. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Another. I don't know that big nigga name, but yeah. He played in a few low budget movies. Yeah. It was a great movie. I liked it because it was just. You know, hell. All right, what's the other two? What's the other two? Um, if I had to say after that, I would say Waterboy for sure. Waterboy. Waterboy. I'm not mad at that. All right, and That's then a football movie, right? Yeah. Um, and then number three, I would have to say. I'll put it in Given Sunday. I'm about to say, nigga, you just said it was a top fucking football yeah, movie. Any <laughs> Given Sunday after that. All right, I wasn't expecting that. I was gonna say, hey, no order for no order for me. I would say, remember the Titans. And he give probably like number five. <laughs> was me. okay. I was gonna ask what was four, but <laughs> any given Sunday, rem, uh, remember the Titans and um, should I like uh, the longest yard? Longest yard. But uh, but which one, the original or the new one? The new, the newer one. I, I, I didn't, I didn't really see the new, uh, the original. I mean, 
The original was cool. Wasn't bad. I just know the nigga, the old quarterback was from the original. That's all I remembered. Uh, not remember, but they said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that'd be top three. Fucking, but uh, any, yeah. but no, any given Sunday was wild. That was that was a wild move. You remember um, the fucking uh, was it HBO? They had a fucking uh, NFL show that only lasted like a season. Fuck, what was it called? Well, not a. Uh, uh... Fuck, it's, it's a, not the shit that's still on. You're not talking nah, about that, right? Nah, 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 nah. Talking about Ballers? No, 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 no. I said HBO. That's Showtime. Nah, Ballers was on HBO. Is it? Yeah, it was when it was, when it was doing the new seasons. Hold on, let me see. Hard Knocks? Was not, no, not Hard Knocks. That still knocks. comes on. Yeah, that still comes on every season, though. Oh, I can't remember that one. Playmakers, that's what it was called. I do not remember that. You don't remember this shit? Hell no. Hold on, let me see if I can show you. Fuck it. What was it, like Hard Knocks or what? Nigga, it was better than Hard Knocks, nigga. Uh, This shit, it was a series. Reality based? No, it was was a regular show. show. You ain't never seen that? Playmakers? Nah. Came out in 03? Nah, I don't remember that shit. Oh, no, that was a great show, nigga. On IMDb, it got what, 8.4 out of 10? It only had one season, but it it was just too, too graphic. I would say for its time, or it was ahead of its time, to be honest. I'm gonna have to check it out. Nah, yeah, hey, look it up, bro. It's, a, it's definitely a good show. The Titans, that's a good one. That's a classic for yeah. sure. Uh, Friday Night Lights is a good one too. Yeah, that's another. Friday Night Lights, yeah, for sure. That would be like an honorable mention if it, if I was only doing three. That'd be like four or five. Yeah, yeah, but bo- booby miles. I don't think the replacements get enough. Credit? No, you you no, you yeah. shouted that out first, so I see That's that was one of your favorites. Right there, man. You get everything you look for in the movie. You All right. So, um, do you want to talk about our fifth year anniversary passing, like a couple of weeks ago, that we yeah, didn't? <laughs> yeah, man. Hold on, let me. Uh... Years, you know what I mean? This shit went by so fast to where we didn't even realize it was five years, nigga. <laughs> because <laughs> we was on our fucking hiatus. That's why. It's like, damn, man. Uh, what can I say about that? Within this five years, man, it has been a lot. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot, you know what I mean? Just Shit, I got fucking me. engaged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm just solely on the on the podcast itself. Just, just give us a little shout-out for our five years. As far as the podcast growth, uh, it's been interesting, man. We didn't have a lot of great episodes, mm-hmm. a lot of unexpected episodes. Mm-hmm. Some where I had to kick some folks out. Mm-hmm. You know, others we had. We learned from opinions and shit. Um, so we learned from, or a lot. I learned from all these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, mean, we're without a YouTube because of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's been uh, an interesting five years, man. I can definitely say that, but interested in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never thought I would be doing a fucking podcast, so to sit here and actually be doing it, and then uh, shout out to all your people back home, uh, back home in Baltimore, and you know, because when I have visited out there, uh, that's when I kinda, that's when I kind of uh, had a realization was like, damn, niggas is really listening. Right. Um, granted, you know, I'm out here and I'm from LA, so. Um, of course, you know, certain people would be like, oh, yeah, I'd be seeing shit, but um, it was good to hear 
you know, on the other side of the country. You would think in five years you learn how to talk closer into the mic, but you know, that's neat to hear. Oh, uh, my bad. I'm gonna pull it closer. There we go. All right. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, it was cool, man. It's just cool to see people actually paying attention, man, and really enjoying the shit we do. So. I appreciate y'all. You know, not, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. We, we appreciate it. it. it for, you know what? We probably will be doing it anyway because we some talkative motherfuckers. <laughs> but it's always nice to know people are listening. Right. You know, so I appreciate that for real. All right. Well, let's get into a few topics that I have. Um, let's see how I want to start this off. Give me let's just a second. I'll start off with a little video. And then my. When I ride, it's a beautiful vision. Outside became pitch black, a demon glued to my back, whispering, get him, I got him, and I ain't give a fuck. That same reality, I told my brother not to duck. In actuality, it's a trip, I would trip off the colors. I wonder if I ever discover a passion like you will recover. The life that I knew as a younger in pajamas and thunderdons. When thunder comes, it rains cats and dogs, dumb. Niggas like me never prosper, prognosis. Of a problem child, I'm proud and well devoted. This power shit been in me forever. So forever I'ma push it wherever, whenever. And I love you cause you love my brother like you did. Just promise me you tell the story when you make it big. And if I die before you, I will drop a hope. Promise that you will sing about me. Promise that you will sing about me. So yeah, one of the best songs on that album. Ten year anniversary for uh for Good Kid, Mad City, man. Damn, are you fucking fucking? Oh, old. ten year God, anniversary, damn. my nigga. Not five, not eight, <laughs> ten. I don't even know if they would celebrate an eight year anniversary. Good Kid, Mad City, <laughs> nigga. I remember being back home. Nations, baby. Uh, Shouts out to Kendrick Lamar for that um classic timepiece of an album. That's like one of those ones. Well, he got nominated for a Pulitzer. There was fucking college courses created around that fucking album. But um, besides that, I just remember the feeling I had when that album dropped, bro. Like, And this was 20, what, 2012? So it's, it's 10 years. So 2012, this is the year before I moved out to LA. Um, I just remember like feeling like that was such a LA story. I felt like I was in LA listening to it throughout its entirety. From the opening skits with Kenny, his dad, and his mom, to backseat freestyle when them niggas was like, go get a black, you know what I mean? When you couldn't smoke, I remember them days. It, it just was really relatable. And then um, it's funny because you know who Elliot Wilson is, right? The journalist, the hip-hop journalist. He, he uh, posted an old video from back in 2012 where he said that, um, I think it was Nas's, uh, the album he had with the dress from... Khalees on the wedding. I forgot what that okay, yeah. that album and uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Both of those won't be classics, and mind you, they turned out to both be classics. Are you fucking kidding? He me? said that at the time, but he posted it was like, "Well, I was wrong." <laughs> I mean, at the time, hey, listen, at the time, you could think whatever you want to think. He's love, at the time, I would love to hear why. He oh, oh that. all right. Well, continue to talk. So, but, give your appreciation for Kendrick, and I'll find the video. Yeah, no, nah, I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. I, I, I know. I appreciate Kendrick's uh, art, man. He's a hell of a rapper, hell of an artist in mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of piggy off, of, piggyback with off uh, what Kenny was saying. Uh, Are you ready? When I first heard you ready for the video? You got the uh, video. Oh, you uh, go ahead, go ahead, continue. My bad. When, when I first heard that album, right? Uh, for me. 
it was, I was like, damn, this nigga, every, everything that nigga, I ain't gonna say everything, but damn near everything that was going on, I did, I, I was doing, or did, you know what I right. mean? So, down um, to the Jeezy, all that shit. Fuck mm -hmm. yeah, because I mean, that was just the era. That was the time, you know right. what I mean? So it was like, you know, for him to have created that album and still uphold to what that time felt like, you mm -hmm. know, when, when niggas was out doing the bullshit. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to the album. That's crazy, 10 years. All right, let me play the video I got for you real quick. Kendrick Lamar, good kid. So in terms of whether or not Kendrick Lamar, good kid, Mad City, Nas, Life is Good, they're classic albums. I say Life no, is I good. Think either one of the classic albums. I think they are two of the best albums of the year, probably the two best. But I think at the end of the day, they do, for different intangibles, do lack that cultural impact overall to be joined as a group. I think when it comes to classic hip hop albums, it has to be undisputed. You know, I think when you look at a record like The Chronic or Ready to Die or Reasonable Doubt, or Enter the Wu-Tang, you know, those are undisputed classics. Time will prove whether or not I'm right or not, but I think ultimately, you know, just because a record is sonically solid and four-star, five-star, doesn't necessarily make it a class. Where, where, where did he grow up? <laughs> In New York, Queens. Okay. No, 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 but you got to give a nigga credit. But but you got to give a nigga credit for saying that he was wrong. Look, look at the look, look at the, the capture says, "Boy, was I wrong." Ha! Undisputed classic salute. I fuck with Elliot Wilson, but the thing is to sit here and say those two albums don't make an impact on the culture. At that time, he's grading it. At that time, you got to remember, you got to give a nigga credit. We we're speaking in, with ten year hindsight. Even even at that time. To say that is kind of crazy, mm -hmm. because you're you're speaking about the culture of hip hop, and even just from the beginning, if you want to lay out points one through whatever the fuck point one, both of those albums definitely did a lot for the rap culture at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's just a hell of a statement to to make, especially put it on video. But you know, I like I said, I fuck with Elliot Wilson. He's a great interviewer. I've seen a few of his Rap Radar interviews and shit with him and uh, the other cat. I'm not sure of his name, but uh, they do great interviews. You know, so I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that he's just a um, uneducated nigga about the culture because that clearly isn't the case. But right, uh, that's just a hell of a statement I made. It's a definitive statement to make. A very early, early statement. statement. Yeah, like, early definitive. Early definitive statement, but even still, it was like, nigga, if you fuck with hip hop, there's no reason for you to sit there and have anything bad to say about those. Albums. He never. He he didn't say anything bad. He just said. I don't think not calling it a classic at that time is saying it's bad. He said it was a good four or five star album. For me to say that it don't have no impact on the culture, that's yeah. a little bit of a that's mm -hmm. a jab. You know what I mean? But, you know, he recanted the statement. Mm -hmm. Just like Kanye did. Right? <laughs> With uh, yeah, Sway. Sway, yeah. Sway we missed a lot in the culture, goddamn. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the time, at the time when Kanye said it, he wasn't all the way wrong. He did have to get in the right rooms to do it his way. Did he? Did he, really? <laughs> we'll I see. Mean, well, we're seeing Balenciaga, Adidas, everybody part ways with the nigga after the whole well, shit he's been doing now. As a brand and as a company, why would I want him as the me? face of anything? Why would I want him tied to my company at this point? Right. You are literally um, 
how can I say, uh, breaking down walls that they allowed for you to put up. Mm-hmm. They allowed. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I don't I don't feel nothing wrong. And see, this is my, I, I, I'll have my little Kanye rant real quick since we're on the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a relevant subject at the time, but. Oh, we could just, what, 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 where's the rant going? So at least I can at least dress it up for you, so. Um. At this point, where's the rant going? Going towards the whole drink champs interview. Okay, so let's 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 introduce the topic. So, um, in recent weeks, what was it? Last week, I think. Um, think Yeah, yeah, Kanye had an interview with Nori, uh, DJ EFN. Shout out to Drink Champs because that's one of my favorite podcasts. Please don't burn my fucking couch, nigga. I wasn't lit. Okay. Uh, uh, Shout out to Nori. Shout out to DJ EFN and everybody with Drink Champs. They're one of our biggest platforms Something Shit We're nowhere near Being But we would love to aspire to get um, Even though I don't want to interview people I'm not an interview type person uh, But Kanye was on there for the I think third time Now Third time And um, He was on there just saying some Inflammatory Incorrect Straight Just lies To be honest about the whole George Floyd situation, which I think was within the first five to ten minutes of the interview, um, and it was just a weird interview all all around. I mean, they got really drunk. Uh, I don't know how drunk Kanye was because they showed a shot of him faking like he was taking a shot, but for sure, Nori and DJ EFN were a little saucy. I get it, I get it, but with all the shit he had going on prior to the. The interview, they should have knew a little better. But this again, speaking with hindsight eyes. But uh, you go, go ahead on your rant. I'm clearing the floor for you, my my good man. So, did <laughs> this thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, man. You know, like I say, it um, it's a trip because on one end, I do understand folks who were were a little bit upset when Drink Champs decided to take down the interview, mm-hmm. right? Free speech, all that shit. Right, they're trying to say he's being. But you can't lie. And all that shit. You can't lie. Free speech, you can't lie. You can't give incorrect facts. So it's one thing, and you're correct. It's one thing to. It's one thing to have an opinion, Mm -hmm. and it's one thing to have a conspiracy based opinion, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, when you start just spewing bullshit rhetoric, which is pretty much what he was doing, Mm -hmm. um, at that point, at a certain point in that conversation, it, it becomes disrespectful. All right. Because it's not like you're presenting this in a conspiracy-based way. Mm-hmm. You're blatantly saying this is what happened. Right. And then they they, they didn't have this... For name. fact. Saying it right. for fact. You see what I'm saying? Saying things like his knee wasn't all the way on his right. neck and right. he didn't die from asphyxiation. He died from fentanyl. And we, this, and we all watched the video. Unfortunately, we all seen it. Yeah. You know, so... Everybody seen it. The whole world seen I'm it. I'm pretty sure if anybody was to ever see a needle pop up in that video... <laughs> That would be the first thing going, and I'm a conspiracy theorist. Well, they said he was. Uh, they're trying to say he was high before the so whole what? thing happened. But the thing is, so what? Had he not been on his fucking neck, I'm. I could guarantee he probably wouldn't be dead. Had he been just locked, uh, like detained, locked up, and taken to a holding cell, sure he wouldn't be dead it to this day. Rest in peace, George Floyd. It, rest in peace to him for sure, and, and his family shouldn't have to go through that bullshit again. Um, but in my opinion, it doesn't. If the nigga would have had some 
Coke in the system. It doesn't matter. Right. That was before what initially took place. And what you can clearly see had the man go into an unfortunate death. Right. Um, so to sit here and try to spew some bullshit, again, rhetoric that literally... I don't. I don't want to say. I hate to use the term false. Uh, what was it? Fake news, like mm-hmm. Trump and them was saying. Yeah, but I hate it to is. use that term. But, but it is, that's what it in is. In this situation, it applies. That term applies. Right. You see what I'm saying? Especially when you're a man who goes on a big platform, and who has the voice that holds somewhat of a bigger platform. You know what I mean? Your your influence is already wider. And this is no no uh, disrespect to Dream Chance, but just Kanye's voice alone holds so much power. His name. His name. To just where, saying that, drink chance, Kanye. People are going to flock to it just because. Exactly. For me, it was like, because we all know Kanye said, he said out his own mouth that he doesn't read. He said out of his own mouth that he doesn't read. Not that he can't read, but he that he doesn't read books. Right. So we all know he's like a he's like a megaphone he just hears p- shit people tell him that is going on with the world obviously he's out of touch and he amplifies it to the masses that he has under his you know under his spell yeah so to speak um and then with the whole white lives matter shirt the shit with uh what's that nick what's what's that bitch name candace owens the biggest, uh, the big, the biggest coon of all time. Uh, what do they call? Uh, I hate to say it, bedwench, but uh, we're gonna bring back that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but he he went ahead and bought. Uh, well, I'm not even mad at her to be honest, because she sucked at that nigga to buy um, her documentary. Her no, the the parlor shit. Her husband's uh, app shit that. Uh, oh, I ain't even know nothing. Yeah, about something that. called Parlor is. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a, it's supposed to be like a social media app or some something to that effect. Like, um, something like what Trump is trying to do with um, the truth or whatever the fuck that app is called. You know what I mean? So, I really don't understand what what he's doing. And it was reported earlier today, or was it yesterday, that Balenciaga parted ways with them for any future creative ideas. Um, Adi- Adidas parted ways. Uh, Gap parted ways. So, I just don't understand or what he... I don't get what he's trying to gain from doing all this shit. You feel me? So, I... To a certain extent, I feel like he's trying to um, educate us on something that's possibly going on into the world of the elites that we don't necessarily know. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But the way he goes about that is completely wrong and in his statements is hella hypocritical. And then he's alienating the same crowd that he always begs for mercy from. Like, he always comes running back to the black people saying, oh, the white man is doing this to me and they taking my kids away and blah, 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 blah. But then turn around and say, oh, but white lives matter. It's very hypocritical. And then you have some stupid ass people trying to defend that shit by saying, oh, uh, Kanye's children are half white. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. My nigga. White lives were never in question. We never ever. We clearly know that they white matter. lives matter have been mattering forever, we and I don't want to get too that. political, but we clearly see that. That was Jesus never the question in the case. But the thing is, I don't know what his thing is with needing some type of uh, validation, validation from the white from crowd, the white man. It's it's and it's that, been like that, and it's always been like that. Every That's time, why, every time he goes on a rant, he names like he name drops what five white billionaires yeah. always. And going back, Walt to, Disney, fucking Elon. I didn't know about Elon Musk until Kanye said his name. 
I promise you I did not know about nothing Elon Musk. Going back to how we initially started this conversation with Sway. Mm -hmm. All Sway was saying, what do you need them for? Right. Because you clearly, at that time, you had the money. Yeah. And now you're a billionaire. And then you had the notoriety. Maybe not as much as you do now, but you had the notoriety in terms of having the the, the crowd that will follow you that will, when you drop a Yeezy, it's going to be sold. When you, it's business is all built on reputation. And right now, he's starting to kind of understand that because the people that he felt he built a good reputation with are now dropping him. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Just the first, if you remember the first Drink Champs interview, all he kept saying was Balenciaga and, oh, I, I traveled somewhere and didn't have no draws and mm-hmm. the next 17 or the next 14, whatever the fuck, 14 days or whatever the fuck he said. Right, he was just wearing My, Balenciaga. Balenciaga and all this shit. And he had his house and his suitcase, suitcase or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's great and that's a wonderful mentality to have and it's definitely a doable mentality for some folks in this world. Um... And I actually I don't even want to say for some folks, it's a doable mentality for anybody that put their mind to it. Right. But at the end of the day, to sit here and push that narrative and then you go and coddle and fucking, you know, Kiss beg up. and, you know, ask for some type of attention and uh, validation from these motherfuckers. It's like, what happened to the man that stood on national TV and said, I'm tired of saying that shit too. Cause uh, that was, that nigga's long gone. I mean, but they, they, I get what you're saying. I don't mean to cut off your point, yeah, but I get what you're saying. You know, I, I bring it up because it's like I don't. Aside, of course, we all know his mother's passed, and that was something that really did tragic. Something. Yeah. But aside from that, it would do something to all of us. One day, it's going to do something to all of us. Yeah, but I, I get it. But it's just and you know, and again, no disrespect to his mother. Rest in rest in peace, Donda. Uh, but Donda West. Aside from her passing, there was something else that took place. That fucked up this nigga's mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right now it is being shown, man. And uh, I don't even bother to listen to him no more. But you know what's the saddest part? Because as a as a as a group of people, when I mean group of people, black people, we're so forgiving as a people. If he turn around and does some shit where shit. It'll have to be some fire But if he drops an album It had to be some super fire but see, We would turn around and, and open our arms Back up to this nigga Sadly I mean Sure You're right about that Especially when it comes to music Cause I'm not gonna lie If he was to drop an album And it's and like fire some, Like right. some type I'm gonna listen to it He would but, have to drop Like the later registration Type shit <laughs> like, You know what I mean the, It's not gonna excuse My Oh half the bullshit Yeah no You know what I mean Mm-mm. Not, not at all Not at all My my love for his artistry Doesn't um, uh, Conflict Go blinded It's it not blinded, blinded yeah. But it also yeah. doesn't Conflict with his Personality that I've been Oh I could shown, I could separate that? the artist From the person the personally Yeah I could so I can only go off Of what they're giving me Through you know what I mean? The TV and all yeah, that. And their actions, right, yeah. Um, no, I can separate artists from person, so I get yeah, what you're saying. I, I can separate that, but when it comes to as far as what he would have to do for the black community at this point... <laughs> he would have to do some Akon type shit, build a whole black I mean, city. <laughs> bruh, I mean, that's what he wants to do. Like, something similar to it. I don't think it's all black, but he did mention he just wants to build his own city. Thing is, he has the money to do it. Nobody's stopping him except for I don't think he has the liquid money to do it, but he has the he in terms of assets, he's a billionaire. Nobody's stopping him for 
uh, on trying to generate money into the black community. You can start there. <laughs> I just, I, you can start there. I, I just wish I could be a fly on the wall when Jay Z just sees all this shit go on. <laughs> Here's the thing. I wish I could be a fly on the wall. I don't sit here and have no sympathy for no black man whining and complaining that uh, J P Morgan decided Let me to see, uh, raw paper decided to drop his shit. Right, right. Oh, make so, him take his money out the bank. Right. Yeah. First off, what the fuck you doing with an account at J.P. Morgan anyway? You, you're a billionaire, brother. Go to a private bank. Mm-hmm. Go to a private black-owned bank. You got enough money to do it. And if it ain't one available, start one. <laughs> you know a lot of millionaires. He gonna have to do you that. You just mentioned Jay Z, right? He gonna have to do you that. No, Diddy. Jay Z ain't fucking with that nigga. Diddy ain't fucking. He he called Diddy the feds. He's not fucking with that. And that's on his own network. <laughs> that's my point. He sits here and he alien- and he, he alienates himself. And alienates himself instead of trying to make something happen. And that goes for any other black billionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure it's a lot of them. I, I do it's remember. Not, it's not that many. It's a few. Well, what I was going to say. I'm we sure got Robert Smith. We got Hove. We got. I was going to say there's a lot Is of Hove them. a billionaire? Shit. Sure. Yeah, Hove a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping here. Yeah. I was going to say there's a lot of them that, uh, you know, do what they can. That's what I was going to say. I know there ain't a lot of them, but there's a lot of them that do what they can within however many of them there is. You see what I'm saying? Right. Um, for the black community. But at a certain point, it's like, I'm not trying to uh, hear no black man complain about the white man not liking him. And right. he's a fucking billionaire. Right. And just because and he has this thing of being like, how much money you have? Oh, I have more money than you, so why would I listen to you? In that case, nigga, why would I listen to you? Money ain't everything. If that's what you judging, money, judge money don't turn you into a genius. Money don't turn you into a genius, and a genius, and a damn sure don't turn you into a Jesus. <laughs> this nigga. You know what I mean? So. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Reverend uh, <laughs> Jesse Jackson. <laughs> I'm just saying. This, this is Jesus and all this shit, nigga. I'm not fucking with you, Kanye. That's your name, nigga. Hey, but hold on, real quick. I got a video to play, real quick. Hold on. Yeah, man. I just, I just hope folks are not just uh, accepting his bullshit, which unfortunately some are. You got the fucking Kanye stands out there. The guy I got on projection said Charlemagne, you know, he gonna go on air and be like, "I'm gonna paraphrase it." Kim is with Pete because he got a bigger dick. Why you talk about another man dick on camera? <laughs> you heard me tell you the story last year, right? When me and Kanye got into an argument, you called me uh, last little thing. He's basically trying to get me on board to shit on somebody he knows is my friend, Pete Davidson. He's like, oh, we gotta save the new Maryland money. Bro. Talking about Kim. And I'm like, yo, you know Pete is my friend, right? Finally he goes, my wife is out here fucking a white boy with a tennis penis and you won't help me? <laughs> The guy got on Green Check. Man. The cold part is, I know it to be true because he sounded just like the digging. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even need... And I don't even fuck with Charlamagne like that. But I know he ain't lying about that just because of how damn near exact to the T. He sounded like he that. He sound like I that. I fuck with Charlamagne, but uh, I know people know. He's, he's very... Uh, polar, polarizing is the word, I guess. And it makes sense. But yeah. we've seen Kanye troll this nigga Pete Davidson. He to where he even put the nigga in the song. Oh, he tried to write niggas though. You know, so 
Let Kim get what it, what of these uh, real niggas out here. Man. Yeah, I don't think he gonna be sick of the same. What he called Pete? How about this? Any of you real niggas, stay away from Kim Kardashian. That too. These bitches is witches, nigga. Something is wrong. It's stupid. Don't do it. They mama the devil, nigga. Something's going on. You know, listen to Ray J. That nigga, he 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 he, he might be, you know, on some bullshit, but just listen to what the nigga say. You know. Nigga had a contract with that bitch for that sex tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be a hell of a mama to hold your own daughter out, man. Some cold. Some cold. Bitch is a madam. <laughs> she on her, her, on her kids. And then had an affair with OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you saying that's how uh, Chloe got here? I'm telling you. Hey, you. Uh, so, um, I guess we could take it off Kanye. Um, let's see. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you you you've been on the pot here? You can stop doing that in the mic. <laughs> you ever had a situation where you had a, a like maybe went on a break with a woman and got back together and y'all might have y'all might have um, dibbled and dabbled and did what y'all did, but y'all got back together. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear about her, uh, like? Her sexcapades? Sexcapades, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did. How would you feel if uh, your girl was getting dicked down by Mandingo? I told her she was a hoe. That's exactly what I That's selfish. I told her she was a hoe. How she a hoe? What would that make you if you fucking? Uh, it wasn't necessarily the fact that she was fucking. It was more so the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and how she explained it to me. Okay. And my dumb ass at that time, I'm like, yeah, you know. Just, What's the age? Just give me the age. I don't even know. Nigga. I'm in my 20s. Like, 20s, all right. So I'm like, and for the record, you're, you're, you're 30s 31 now. 31 now, yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting there like, yeah, you know, uh, you can tell me this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear none of that shit. This no. bitch telling it all. And even before You then, signed up for that, though. Yeah, even before then. I. I so you hear. can say that was your fault. It's my fault. You asked for it. It was my fault, but it's the same as when the guy goes to a woman's phone and sees something that he don't want to see. I don't know why niggas do that. Yeah. If you if you can't trust your woman and you going through her phone, then you get a new woman. Yeah. Get a woman that won't make you feel like you got to do that. That don't make no sense. Same for you, uh, for the women out there too. But yeah, nah. She told me a story, and of course I got mad, but it was more so like, and I'm not going. You know, tell the details of what happened, but spare us. We don't she need tells the details. Me the, the story, and I'm like, that's some real hoe shit. Like you, you a real hoe. <laughs> that was some real hoe shit you just did. And she's like, what? This? I'm like, I don't give what you just told me, bitch. You's a hoe. And yeah, <laughs> that's how that went. And I still fucked with her ass for a little bit. <laughs> I was gonna ass. ask if you continue to continue to fuck around. And I still fucked with her like a dumb ass. I haven't had a situation like that. I, I'll say that's why I asked you because uh, I, I I don't have a, a direct experience with that. Um, fucked with her like a dumb ass, and then uh, we fucked around for a little bit, a little, a long, a little bit long time after that. A little like bit a long year. time. What's a little bit? <laughs> Like a year, maybe a year or two years. Oh yeah, no, that's not that's a long time. After that little situation, it was, but we was always in and out though. Mm-hmm. We was always in and out at that point. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, shit, it got to a point she had asked me about being in a, a polyamorous relationship. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like I said, we was always in and out on some shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, when she told me that, I told her she was a hoe. And I meant that shit Because that's how I felt It wasn't even No like No mad shit Just because I'm hearing What it is This story that I'm hearing It was some real Ho shit mm-hmm. And it was disappointing Because it's coming From her mm-hmm. But I'm not Going to hold my tongue Anybody that know me You know I think the listeners By now know me Good enough To where I ain't Holding my tongue <laughs> Oh they know that you know Every I mean? time they so, see you In person they say that <laughs> You know I'm going to tell it Like it is Bitch did some Ho shit <laughs> So yeah, um, I don't know. It'd be hard for for me to recover if I hear my queen is getting dicked down. You know what I mean? And I gotta come back to that. that's just, that's just my queen. <laughs> I mean, if I get back with her, that's what I consider. Her. She ain't your queen. Wait, you feel me? Like, that's what you're hearing. First and foremost, that's your problem. That's, oh, that's what you're hearing. Ain't my problem nowadays. I'm shit. I, I got a I got a whole fiance. I hope no nigga is thinking that. Oh, my queen. Mm-hmm. She's out here getting dicked down. Nigga, that is not your queen. Mm-hmm. That's y'all niggas' first problem. Stop putting all y'all fucking... Uh, fucking... Eggs in one basket? Yeah, like... Gotcha. There's too many women out here. Until you find that right one. You know what I mean? Let me ask you a question, though. Since you said find the right one. Has the uh, has there any been, has there ever been a situation? And this is of course this predating Sammy. This is has there ever been a situation where a girl has approached you like aggressively, like bagged you, like get, got your number type shit. Oh, uh, I was talking about this with Joe the other day. Uh, well, I think it was you. No, I was talking was, about with you. Yeah, I'm tripping. Um, uh, like recent. Well, not recently, nigga. <laughs> Well, you saying before Samaya. So, of yeah. course. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that was my fault, too. So it's been a couple of moments. The, the first time it ever happened to me, I was in high school. Right? I was in 10th grade mm-hmm. and a senior. She bought me a watch for Christmas. <laughs> and that, like, that was the first time. So, but uh, when we was working at What was it, in Victor? Huh? Or G-Shot? <laughs> some, little some little bullshit little watch but it was the fact that she bought me a watch Timex you know what I mean? got your little Timex I don't, I don't even remember it's something it wasn't nothing, nothing like that nothing to write home about no fossil gotcha. or you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. nothing like that but it was just the fact that she got a nigga a watch I mean you appreciated the, the yeah. gesture like it wasn't a bad looking one either though but it wasn't you know not something I sit here and uh Half to this day, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't be like Irv Gotti, you know what I'm saying? Nah, fuck that. With the engraved watch 10, nah, 10 to 15 years later. I'm cool. I think it was 15 to 20, shit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was the first time. Um, so, it's been a couple of moments. Like, it was one time I was at the uh, Jazz Fest. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there standing. You know, you've been, so you know where... A couple we, times. Yeah, <laughs> when we stand and shit, we yeah. be on the little... Where Outskirts. Passing yeah. and shit, right? The smoke area. Right. So, nigga, me and my uncle, Fari, we, we sitting there, we standing there. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Nigga, it was like a group of bitches walk by, and the bitch in the front, nigga, she look at me and, like, she bites her lip, but, like, it was like a growl type <laughs> of 
That shit was crazy. So uncle, she was laughing, let, letting off her pheromones. Man, so my uncle was like, I didn't know if the bitch wanted to beat you up or suck your dick. So that was another time. But Enterprise, we was working at Enterprise, and I seen this chick, and from a distance, I thought she looked like something, mm-hmm. you know, that I would possibly be interested in. And, she looked uh, good from afar, but when she got up yeah, close, she looked far from good. When I got up closer, she was a lot older. Looked far from good. Yeah, yeah she gotcha. She was a lot older than what she looked from a distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a cigarette. She was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and, That's an immediate, like, just... Yeah, but yeah. she might look... Yeah, my young... <laughs> yeah, give a fuck know, days. I'm like, you know, I've seen... I'm like... Nasty. Nasty y'all, work. Why y'all over there, all the way over there with your cigarette? Come over here. Disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> Inviting the emphysema. <laughs> Come fuck up my lungs. Right. But um, yeah, so she did it, and then that's when I see it. I'm like, oh shit, like this is not what I thought it was. Right, right. And so I tried to back up out of it, and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. I ended up having to go take her to to C2, which was the other branch. and then this nigga and naming I kid you not, before she left, uh, I'm sitting there at the desk and nigga, she bent over the counter talking about, so uh what'd she say? So you got a girlfriend or you sing or you single or something like that. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm single. I'm she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm at the time I think I was twenty six or twenty five. And she was like, oh, shit. Because she was in, like, damn near 40s. Oh, okay. Right. I had a cougar pursuing you. Got you. No, I had a few times. I had, in my younger days, I had a, um, when I was, like, 19. This is back in Baltimore. When I was 19, I had a, a 40-year-old woman pursue me when I was in working at a restaurant. A well, fast food restaurant, but restaurant nonetheless. Um, oh, I had a, t- a TA, too, from when I was in elementary trying to get out of Elementary. <laughs> See, that should be a documentary. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting, and she deserves to be well, put not, underneath the jail. Not when I was in elementary. This is like she seen me when I was uh, grown at this point. Oh, yeah, you got to rephrase that better, my yeah, brother, because yeah. you would say it like she was fucking <laughs> you nah, wilding nah, out. No, no, no. I was grown at this point. Yeah. She seen me okay. at a barbecue. S. Kelly, whatever her name is. <laughs> Wilding out. Restaurant? Yeah, restaurant. This is like, I was about 19. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, we watching the football game right now. And fucking, a nigga got lit up. But um, uh, the the time that I actually really count was when I was working in Target. And I had an old, um, old flame from high school approach me. And uh, just... Working in Target, walking around, cleaning up the aisles, and next thing you know, what I had to be called to the register, and just so happened she was coming to the register. I think she planned it out, if I had to, if, if I had to guess. But she come up, asked for my number, and you know, next thing you know, we talking. You feel me? And I, it just, it was never. I never had that moment where um, I didn't have to do any, literally any of the work. And that was truly just not having to do any other work. I ain't never had no aggressive bitch either. And honestly, I don't want one. <laughs> well, you already talk about how you, uh, uh, the women uh, from the Upper East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the shit these New York bitches be talking and uh, 
you know, all this. You see that the Baltimore too. See, stop putting it on New York. You see that the Baltimore too. And they, that they, I see why they single. <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't no way, bitch. You got me fucked up. That shit ain't attractive. <laughs> Uh, well, some men they say the bed that can handle it, they find it attractive. Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> you want a nigga that's gonna sit there and you can beat and abuse. <laughs> that's the best thing. That's what that is, nigga. Ain't nothing, no, ain't nothing sexy about a bitch disrespecting you and talking to you aggressively. It ain't nothing sexy about that shit. That's to you, man. All I'm that, telling you, some men, some men find that attractive. And them niggas is, is some lame ass niggas. And they really, it be, and sometimes it be the, sometimes it be the most toughest niggas that come home and they women be tougher. Yeah, because they submissive. <laughs> Some beta ass niggas. That's what's wrong with them. Beta. That's what's wrong with them. <laughs> Bitches out there like some beta ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh no, beta. What the fuck? Oh, bitch ass, weak ass niggas. <laughs> Ain't got no backbone. That's the type of man you want. That shit don't make no sense. These are the views of Gary Potter. Uh, um, these are only viewed by Gary Potter. It's like, nah, go ahead. I'm just saying, it only makes sense to, you know, want somebody that's going to support you and hold you down, you know, physically, emotionally, you know what I mean? You sit here, you have a nigga that you just berate and beat up and verbally abuse all day, bitch. Who wears the pants in a relationship? Mm-hmm. You know? I get you. I get you. I'm all for a woman, you know, being independent and being able to take care of the household and hold it down. And you goddamn right. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. But mm-hmm. you, once you start verbally abusing a nigga, that's a little different. Ain't nothing cool about that. <laughs> that shit is not cool. It ain't cute. And that's. It seemed like these bitches in New York they be doing that shit. And the shit that I seen in Baltimore too, because when we was out there last time. Um, this bitch was cursing her nigga out. Nigga, it's three in the morning, and they going at it. Mm. This bitch literally told her nigga. I've seen that out here, though, bro. Don't do that. I've seen no, it, it out it here. it happens, and oh. them bitches ain't shit either. <laughs> <laughs> but they they just, them mainly be like some real ratchet-ass, you know, hood rat-type bitches that be doing all that shit out here. Which I guess is, is it still applies. The title is just different. But uh, that bitch said... I kid you not. She said, nigga, you kept calling me and I was getting some dick. <laughs> Bruh, I'm like... Bruh. I've heard niggas say that. I've heard niggas say I that. Couldn't and they was getting some pussy. And he's sitting there like a lame, right? <laughs> <clears throat> Holding this bitch son. It ain't even his son. It's her son. Oh, so you got all the, uh, you got all the tea. That's how long they was out there arguing. <laughs> the shit was crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm hey, on yo. the balcony smoking just live TV in this motherfucker. <laughs> watching this whole shit. Then the police came and the bitch snuck off. <laughs> Didn't even get caught. He got left with the baby? He was left with the baby with it at her mama house. <laughs> like, nigga, you was a bitch. Ain't no way. He's a different breed. You can't, yeah. like, that don't count. That don't count. That don't count. That's funny as hell. that baby there. <laughs> so let me go get a blood. And, uh, you know. Peace out, nigga. No. <laughs> nah, you the you the with the moles. Yeah. <laughs> and is moles open twenty four hours? Nah, I don't home, think so. Nigga, nah, I, uh, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. Sheesh! I was about to be like, nigga, what? 
Nigga, what? No, cause it's funny. It's funny when I was with uh, when I was with my baby Kendra and her um, and her grandmother, right? Uh, That's how you know that nigga in love. When sh- I was with my baby. Shout out, shout out, the, shout out, <laughs> shout out to her grandmother. Uh, oh yeah, you shout had, out Granny. You shout had, out Granny, man. You had called and I was like, "Yo, what y'all getting into today?" This is when we went back for the engagement party, and it was a great engagement party, by the way, people. Um, you nice and tipsy. I was like, of course. I was like, um, uh, what y'all what y'all getting into today? Oh yeah, we just about to go to Moe's and probably hit the casino later. I was like, damn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, sound yeah. like true Baltimore niggas right now. And then Granny go and she gonna whisper in my ear, is Moe's even open right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like 1045 and they open at eleven. I'm like, these niggas getting in there. Who's getting ready? <laughs> is just setting up. Who's getting ready? And when we went to Mo's, nigga, we fucked around and got the same waiter from when we was in that motherfucker in March. And nigga sat down, took our order. He was like, I had you guys uh, when you were out here last time, huh? I'm like, yeah, man, damn, that's crazy. You remember that shit? He was like, yeah, you got this and you got this. And You give him a good tip? Fuck you. <laughs> it was four of y'all here. Now it's just two. What happened? And I'm oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, you know, it's just life, you know. What I'm <laughs> and so uh And that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, you got a good ass memory, man. All of to remember, you know, I can only imagine how many folks you see on a daily basis. But y'all probably got a distinct look because he probably sees regulars on the basis. Like you, like you feel me? Like, I, and I feel like everywhere I go, it's just like, damn, niggas know I'm from LA. When we walked into the motherfucking, uh, what's that place called? What was it Tom's or some shit? Tom's Ever, yeah. We walked into Tom's. One, I just thought it was so ironic that they was fucking playing uh, Tupac. Why y'all was walking yeah, in? Walking <laughs> y'all in. theme music. I'm like, damn, how ironic is that? And and for everybody, Tom's Tavers is, is in Baltimore. It's a nice little hood, uh, turn hood fucking bar, which is weird, but whatever. I got to start walking. my shit up? I think it fell. I started walking around that motherfuckers. I'm like, damn, niggas know we from LA. It must be written all on us. And I, I'm just tripping on the whole. I mean, it was just like, damn, this shit is way different. I'm gonna get you to do the park high, park high strut in a minute. You know what I'm saying? When you come out to Baltimore, you're gonna be a, a, a oh, indoctrin. Yeah, you're gonna be an indoctr- indoctrinated Baltimore <laughs> Baltimorean. I don't know about no strutting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I quit walk for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> this nigga. <thing here. laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, let me see what else we got. We can wind down the episode now, I guess. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, Drake and Twenty One Savage, they dropping the album. Her loss. It's gonna be fire. Yeah, I think it's. I, I fuck with Twenty One. That shit gonna be fire. I fuck with Twenty One. Uh, that nigga, like every feature he been putting out, been hard. Like his last album. Classic, to be honest, with me, the shit with Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Classic. Hell yeah. Um, so, and then Drake is Drake. So, you know what I mean? That, that, right. that goes without being said. That, you know, what they say, Midas touch? Yeah. 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 I'm not even questioning. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's all about the person he's with, and everyone knows 21 can deliver. And if it's, if it's anything like um, the future, him and the, the future run that Drake had, had right. it'll be. And I'm sure they're going to make a tour out of it, so it's definitely going to be fire. Honestly, I think it'll probably be better than that album. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because 21 is more of a lyricist, quote unquote. 21 and Drake fit better than Future. Really? Drake. I think so. And I think Future and Drake is a pretty good fit. I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at that statement. They they definitely make good music together. Make good music together. But as far as like chemistry, okay. I kind of feel musically. Musically, yeah. I kind of feel like Twenty One and Drake. They had the better songs. Okay. Collectively. I think we got a next episode run through the songs they got. I, mean, I wasn't prepared for that statement. That, that's 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 a good argument, though. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying collectively, I feel because well, of course, Future and Drake are gonna have more songs together in terms of like uh, just having like you know the catalog. Yeah, they got more more songs. Just, just as far as the ones that quantity of songs. And Drake already got mm-hmm. them shits bang. Yeah, they do. And I feel like they bang just a little bit harder. Than the ones he did with Future. Okay. Don't get me wrong, them shits is nice. Yeah. But when you compare the two, I don't know, man. Twenty one seemed like he'd be elevating the shit when he get on the track with Drake. That nigga start flowing and sliding better on it. Just and just in general, cause going back to how you saying the one with the, that last album with Morgan Freeman on it, that nigga did his thing on that shit. Yeah, he did. So. And he um, he didn't have a lot of features on that album, if I recall. If he does anything like that. It's going to be a good-ass take. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, too. Uh, I don't know if niggas have listened to it yet, but that new Quavo and Takeoff? Neff and Few? <laughs> right. It's not bad. Cold. It's not bad at all. That Definitely. It's not bad at all. Cold. I'm, uh, in terms of numbers, it didn't do what they wanted to do, but it's, it's definitely a quality album, in my I opinion. people got to give it some time because it's yeah. something new to them. Right. Without but, offset, yeah. To be quite honest... That shit is cold. It is. Definitely is. And it might be a little better than any Migos album they actually did. <laughs> Culture One Culture One was a classic. I don't, Culture, I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not disputing that it was a classic. I'm not saying none of that. But what I'm saying is this That's, album here, it's it's up there. I'll say that. It's up there. The shit is nice, man. The beats is cold. Uh, I'm not saying these niggas is lyricists, mm-hmm. but they got some bars in that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's... it's be- oh, sorry. A little mm-hmm. bit more elevated than uh, what you're used to hearing from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, And <clears throat> it's funny, because I always was the one that said Offset was the best rapper from Amigos. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, not to discredit the man, but I think I'm gonna have to recant my statement because I still think Offset is. Who, who, who you gonna say? Uh, take off. Take off. And a lot of people say that, so it's not. I, a, and I see why. A lot of people do say that. A simple bar, right? That stood out to me because I, I first I heard it on Drain Champs because I watched the interview they did. You starting right? to sweat from your nose? You gonna be all right? I'm scratching my <laughs> nose. Man. Fuck you. Uh, but. I was watching Drunk Champs, and he had brought up the bar. And, you know, I was, like, paying attention but not paying attention type shit. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to the album, and I heard the bar. And I'm like, damn, I see why uh, Nori brought it up. Mm-hmm. That nigga said, I got an 8 and a 24. This one's for Kobe. Cold. Subtle. Yeah, but that's, like, a nice little pow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this nigga... 
And then throughout the album, this nigga is just both of them. I'm like, damn, okay, y'all. I, I see I see what y'all doing here. Right. You know what I mean? So I definitely recommend people to listen to the album. I think it's one that, that may need to grow on folks a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I mean, they I got songs they, for the clubs and for the strip clubs. I think so. they got one, man. I think they got one. I ain't even going to lie to you. All right. Well, that being the case, is there anything else you wanted to add? Because that's all I got. Mm. And we had an hour, so I think that's good time. Yeah, I don't think anything else. I mean, for the most part, kind of touched on everything that's been happening. Yeah, at least the shit that we want to talk about. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? <laughs> All the women in rap been beefing with each other, but <laughs> that could be safe for a later day. I don't know, nigga. I really don't know. Ain't nobody fucking with Glow, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that right F-R-E-E. Glow, really. And you know that's not her song, right? I know, but she owned yeah. it. <laughs> she owned fifty percent. Well, she did own fifty percent of it. She She's on it, so <laughs> she gave her masters or her publishing to CMG, and that's what the whole little dispute is right now. Uh, but she be rapping. Like I said, I ain't gonna say she a lyricist, but nigga, she be rapping her ass off. Yeah, she do. Motherfuckers gotta give her a credit. All right, well, I guess we can end on that. Big, big Glorilla. Uh, so this is episode 132 um, of the 420 Rapper Podcast. We appreciate y'all again, like we said at the top of the episode, for y'all listening in, tuning in. Please continue to do so. We're going to continue to drop. Um, yeah, you know, this is a comeback episode. Comeback episode. We had to give y'all something. We've been gone for way too long. So episode 132 um, in the books, and I guess that's it. We out. So we forgot forgot to plug a few things. Let me plug the episode real quick. Uh, You can find us at the 420 underscore wrap up podcast or IG 420 wrap up pod on Twitter. You can find me at Kung Fu Kenny 89 on Instagram. Uh, What else? Uh, Mr. Flight School at Twitter. Um, All that shit. Oh, my nigga went viral the other day and shit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, with that little... uh, uh, tweet about Draymond Green. Oh, we forgot to talk about Draymond Green knocking that nigga out. But whatever, we can we can save that for the next episode. Um, yeah, go ahead, plug what you want to plug, my good man. Yeah, man, uh, something better. The fourth album release for me and uh, Koala B, aka Joe. Ooh, ooh. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, man, go run the motherfucking numbers up. Go stream it. Uh, right all now. platforms, all platforms. Title, Apple, Apple. Spotify, to, you know, and you go go to CD Baby and di- and buy that motherfucker. Napster, <laughs> go to Apple iTunes and buy that motherfuckers. Give us a uh, give us a uh, a motherfucking a dollar, a dollar each. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the shit only costs ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's less than what you spend on your motherfucking subscription. Backwards, backwards, you know <laughs> backwards are more expensive than that. Support the homies, you know. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, man, go go play this shit. The fourth album. Uh, and try to get a video for now. So if you want to look up for that. Alright, for sure. And again, episode 132 of the 420 wrap up. We out. Yeah, we out.